Hello, everyone. This is Andrea Wagner. Alyssa Taff. Jalen Bain. And this is Rhythm Rundown. So we're really excited about this episode today. We're going to um, talk a lot about... The globalization of music. Right. And all these different major artists around the world and how they've influenced our um, music industry. So we're going to start off with our songs of the week. So for me, my song of the week is Dropping Jewels by Young Thug. It's a classic it really captivates like what being from Atlanta is all about. I love that song. Uh, not really all about, but like it's just like an Atlanta fave. Um right for life, then I just rather ride along. But you a spat now, you all never gotta go. Yeah. I told my nigga I'ma drop the jewels on them. You gotta go through this shit here with your heart. You can't snooze on it. It's bad, you better get rid of it or lose on it. I know you heard that old saying about bad fruit, homie. If you can't beat them, knock it out of If you gon' kill them, better not be sloppy I told my daughter, keep one in the head, she ain't gotta cock it I told my son, if he wanted to live, he might catch a body I told my son, he not chill So yeah uh, My song of the week would have to be Skipping Stones by TXT uh, They're a K-pop band, and surprisingly, this is their first all-Korean song hmm. um, Yeah, English and other ones? Yeah, a lot of English in the other ones. Oh. But honestly, I would say that this is my favorite release that they've done in a long, long time. Yeah, so I, I love it. I love it. If you love it, we love it. And my song of the week is called Buckworth by Kendrick Lamar. You take two strangers and put them in random predicaments. Give them a soul so they can make their own choices and live with it. 20 years later, them same strangers, you make them meet again. Inside recording studios where they reaping their benefits. Then you start reminding them about that chicken incident. Whoever thought the greatest rapper would be from coincidence. Because if Anthony killed Ducky, top dog could be serving life. While I grow up without a father and die in a gunfight. So guys, now that you've um, found out what we've really been listening to and the insights of that... We're going to get into talking about some of the major artists and bands around the world that has really influenced this music industry and the artists that we love today. So I'm going to start out with talking about um, the Beatles, which comes from the continent of Europe, of course. They come from the continent of Europe. They're a British rock band, right? And they're like one of the most popular and influential bands of all time like i know everybody at least once in their life has had a beatles shirt yeah and they're walking on that sidewalk we all know and that's the most i know about the beatles and i mean they started the british invasion which i think was like the first big uh the first time we've seen an artist from abroad make it that big in the u.s in a at least a while in a while right um and so to tell you a little bit more about the Beatles, their music was a fusion of rock and roll, including pop and psychedelic music. That's a lot. That's a lot. It's like one. Um, and they were known for their innovative songwriting and um musicianship. Now, um, the Beatles were a major force in development of popular music in the 1960s. So you know the culture of pop, basically. Um, and their influence can still be felt today because I'm going to go in talking about um, how it influenced modern artists today. But for now, I want to talk about some of their most popular songs. 
So first, there's Yesterday, which you can... Then, there is their song, Blackbird, which you can... An artist that I want to talk about that they've influenced is Young Thug. A really interesting thing about... A really interesting thing about the Beatles is how they kind of shaped fandom culture with music. Because it was like one of the... <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, so the Beatles, they really help shape fandom music uh-huh. because we see just like a ton of like these teenage girls, right? Like coming in and like listening to the Beatles and really like exposing them and like sharing them around. And I think it really shows the power of having a strong fandom base. So you think this was like the birth of fangirling? Yeah, I think it's a. I think it's a very key moment in the birth of fangirling, right. which is kind of interesting because the Beatles then turn into being like a dad band. Right, exactly. Yeah, and then like it turns into like, oh yeah, you're not a true music fan if, if you, you don't, don't listen, listen to the Beatles. <laughs> and then, and kind of like pushing away the fact that they had such a large female fan base and that the female fan base really did help them break out into the u.s so i just think that's a really interesting thing to know you can go even farther further and talk about how like beatles when it comes to a fan base we see backstreet boys we see um what's that one band with the british teenage boys oh uh one direction one one direction (laughs) One Direction, Five Seconds of Summer, and the list goes on. I was a major Five Seconds of Summer fan. I don't know about everybody else. Y'all listen to Five Seconds of Summer? Mm-hmm. You live six. Like but they're from Australia. You look so, so sick. You look so perfect standing there in my American, American apparel underwear. Yep. <laughs> so that was a good song. Wait, can, we're going to actually play that song right now. Play uh, um, but yeah. I think my most the funniest tidbit about the Beatles for me I don't know if I'm actually allowed to mention this on here is when they started doing their psychedelic stuff and I'm pretty sure they were on acid when on stage? They, they were on acid when they were making that album oh they have a the album is called Psychedelic when they started doing their psychode- uh, psychedelic stuff I'm oh. pretty sure they were on acid when they were doing it oh, oh that's like they're like really in tune <laughs> Like, and it's just like, like one of my favorite tidbits of them. Honestly, but like, when is this the seventies? Yeah, like yeah, it checks out. 60, it checks out. Yeah, that's the vibe. Wow. The hippie culture. Yeah, but I think from the psychedelic area era, I think there's a song called Strawberry Fields. Mm-hmm. I really like that one. I really like that you one. Love Strawberry Fields. Um. Uh, so, do you want to? Who wants to talk about? I'll talk about Doug. Young Thug is a rapper from Atlanta, Georgia. He started come popular around like the early 2000s, like, like 2013, 2015, 2016. Mm-hmm. Um, he had a very big impact on a hip hop. Without him, did we know Lil Uzi Vert, no Gunna, no Migos, none of that. Um, he really pushed the, um, the boundaries on hip hop with his very unconventional approach to the his lyrics and his um his lifestyle and his style like he I feel like Young Thug he like really pushed the limits of like what the music industry de- deemed acceptable for a hip hop artist like 
a rap artist like say like um what's the one song he had like webby oh. when he was in a skirt like that brought an uproar bro Oh, over everybody and there's another one like he has a dress on no that was Lil Uzi it was somebody but yeah like they literally they continue to push like the you know the the box that like the masculinity box the boundaries the boundaries they, they push them to the max and then I really feel like that's what keeps their audience so engaged and always interested in um, their work because like he's like authentic he's authentic he's different he's unapologetic all of that so like uh does being him really really captivate how the people loves the authenticity of the artist and not the fakeness and also as a atlanta native young thug put like young thug is a staple in atlanta and we all know that atlanta is home to a lot of great rap artists and a good influence on the rap industry so without young thug there be no Rap really in Atlanta for real. You know, think about it for real. Right. So, um next we're gonna talk about do you wanna do Selena? Selena? Um I'll, I'll go last. Okay. Next we're gonna talk about Bob Marley. Uh okay. Bob Marley, a Jamaican singer, songwriter, musician, and activist, is widely considered one of the most influential figures in popular music history. His reggae music, infused with messages of peace, love, and social justice, resonated with people worldwide and transcended, transcended cultural and linguistic barriers. His music continues to inspire and uplift generations of listeners, making him an endearing icon of the music industry. Marley's impact on reggae music is undeniable. He helped to popularize the genre internationally, bringing its unique sound and message to a global audience. His music was characterized by, by its soulful vocals, catchy melodies, and powerful rhythms, all of which combined to create a distinctive and influential sound. Marley's lyrics were often deeply personal and political, addressing issues of poverty, oppression, and the need for social change. His music became a powerful force for social consciousness, and he became a champion for the oppressed and marginalized. Marley's influence extended beyond music. He became a symbol of Rastafarian culture and philosophy, which emphasizes social justice, self-reliance, and spiritual enlightenment. His embrace of Rastafarianism further shaped his music and his public persona, making him an icon of resistance and cultural identity. Honestly, like, Bob Marley is such a staple in so many people's houses, right. especially mine. I come from a Jamaican-American household. My dad was born and raised there. My mom was born there and raised in New York. So, like, we always grew up listening to Bob Marley. Uh -huh. And, like, he's, he's so influential that I even heard... I remember hearing him on Disney, because, like, Disney used to do, like, animated music videos. Oh, yeah, I didn't know what you're talking about. Yeah, I remember those. I think he was on there. I could be wrong. But I really do feel like he was on there. But I really feel like even like even if you're not like Caribbean or Caribbean American, like Bob Marley, you know his name. Um, you've heard one of his songs. We all heard the song um, Three Little Birds, which is gonna play now. Like that's a staple in our households. Like I feel like everybody's parents listen to that. 
I love it. It reminds me of my childhood. And honestly, like, I even think, like, newer generations are still listening to them. Right. And then what I think um, is so impactful is that um, him highlighting and always bringing to light social injustice and what's wrong in our society today, or even back then, that we still like, go through today. Even as of making a native, like, his impact, like off the music is like crazy he did a lot for the Jamaican community like he raised like a lot of foundations he helped a lot of people get houses a lot of people get from homelessness like he really? like he did a lot for Jamaican community wait and wait did somebody kill him yeah well no try to kill him try yeah somebody tried to kill him try to shoot him and then did they like graze him or something they grazed him then his people killed the person who tried to kill him oh oh he does not play he no. gets down okay, he gets down like his like the community for him is so strong even now in Jamaica, like it's super super strong. But it just shows like how influential these artists are and how their fan base like reflects that. Mm-hmm. And another song that we, ah, another song that we wanted to highlight was "Get Up Stand Up," right? Mm-hmm. Which is gonna play. Yeah, and I feel like it's really important to highlight some of his more political songs also. Yeah. And I think... Especially when it comes to reggae. Yeah. Yeah. Because for a lot of genres of music, it's not just the sounds that you're hearing on the tracks, but also the messages that you're hearing. And that can be portrayed in all different type of genres. Yeah. Like with punk, it's like an... It's the messages and also the person who's like presenting those messages to you. Mm -hmm. Like I remember... Like, in K-pop, like, there was, like, one group that did, like, a pop-esque song. And, like, a punk-esque song, I'm sorry. And, like, people were calling it punk. And I was like, you can't really call it punk because it came from a company. Mm -hmm. And that's, like, breaking the meaning of the genre. Right. And we talked about that, like, always putting songs in a certain category when it's just, like... When it's just not true. Yeah. True, but um, yeah, I really enjoyed Bob Marley and what he did for his uh, community. Um, and all the lessons you can get from listening to him, man. Let's so talk about Selena Cruz. She's a Cuban singer, also known as the Queen of Salsa. She was a powerful vocalist for charismatic, charismatic performer. Um, she, her music was very lively. Her, like the way she, her cadences on the beats will like make you want to move. Like she was very influential with her music. Um, she has some elements of salsa, jazz, and a little bit of pop. Um, like the song on Vida S. Uh, Carvalho, Play Now. And another song. That's playing.
this song. And that song that just played is La Negra Tiene Tumbeo. She performed all around the world, ranging from New York City all the way to Paris, even Dubai too. Um, she was also one of the first big um, Cuban singers, who's a woman Cuban singer coming to Cuba, really. Um, and I just really love how like um, she like really paved the way for a lot of um, Latina women. Latina women going into the music industry in the Caribbean. And as we know, she's a Cuban singer. And as we know, Cuba is not the ideal place to live due to their, um, due to their um, government and the way their government is um, built. Right. So I love how she like- And also USC stabilization of Cuba with the embargo. I just feel like we have to mention that. We're going to talk something about that. Yeah. Oh, because like I just feel like it's really important when we're talking about Cuba and the way that they are economically right now, we do have to mention US, the U.S. and its embargo. Because I don't know the full story about the embargo, but I think if you do trade with Cuba, you then can't do trade with the U.S. for quite some time. Really? And the U.S. is like such a big global power with so many exports there are a lot of people who don't want to do that gamble so, so they just never gonna trade yeah with. so they just don't trade with cuba and i think the un has voted on multiple occasions that the u.s embargo is like is just bad against cuba i i'm forgetting my words right now but yeah like we if we are going to talk about cuba i feel like we do have to mention the u.s and like its embargo and its involvement in cuba so yeah and that just shows like how like coming from cuba is like such like a challenge such a challenge and it's such a big thing to overcome because like you're not going to get the same uh, opportunities as someone that me okay like in the u.s get so you have to work extra hard to become known in the world and the fact that she's globally known as the queen of salsa just says how just shows how much work she puts into this but um now that we've talked about some of these global artists we really want to talk to the audience and uh, oh but one thing i wanted to mention the global artists i feel like it's weird that we haven't mentioned michael jackson but it's fine that's enough that's a whole episode <laughs> that's a whole episode that's a whole episode he deserves his own episode yeah that's a whole nother thing but now that we're coming to a conclusion, we really want to get feedback from the um, listeners and um, give us some recommended songs to listen to and review. Uh, also, thank you, uh, Janaya, for the recommendation. recommendation to ask our audience what songs they really like right now. Mm-hmm. Because we really want to like engage with you guys and uh, talk to you about what you really like about music since that's our topic. Um, this is like a community effort. This is a community effort. Y'all are part of the Rhythm Rundown community. So we will see you next time. Signing off, Andrea Wagner. Alyssa Taff. Jalen Bain. And we'll see you on the next episode.